<laughs> Welcome back to Entertainment Banter. This evening, my name is Joel. And I'm Matt. Dude, we've been doing this for 70-something podcasts. Totally Get it forgot. right. Sorry. Thank you. This is how it starts. Joel doesn't know how our own podcast starts. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but today's a special podcast because we're... It's special? In- well, What's we're doing it during the day. It? I mean, we're doing it during the day. No, it's not it's a holiday. It's during the day. We're sober. <laughs> um, we're, we're doing it indoors, uh, away from people because of the coronavirus. And, we're just uh, giving it to each other. Oh, there he is. Oh, we have a special that's guest. That's the coronavirus. He's here. We have Wait, an interview with am him. Am I the first guest? No. <laughs> Are you the coronavirus? Oh, you had Nick. <laughs> Who is okay. this? Yeah. <laughs> Joel, but, can you introduce who we're oh, talking my to, bad. please? So we're also here with uh, Doug. Get closer to the mic. You sound quiet. Me? Joel. 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 To, uh, to Joel. your mic. Who, I don't know who has the oh, mic for anymore because we're sharing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have Doug from Air Supply. Air Supply. Yeah, you remember Air for Supply? Reals? Yeah, from I the remember 1930s. Air Supply. The you 30s. son of a bitch. How dare you? How, How I don't, dare I don't you, know. sir? If you guys ever heard of you Air Supply? What? Air Supply. So can you uh, elaborate? What is Air Supply since it's from the 1930s, Joel? You seem to be an expert on this. Uh, I know it's a band and they're somehow still touring. Yeah, and, yeah. And Asians love them. <laughs> they love they love Doug or they love Air Supply. They love Air Supply. I don't know. I hear stories uh, okay. that when hey, you get listen, off the plane. I love Air Supply too. You know, for someone who loves Deadpool, you should recognize that the Deadpool two soundtrack has Air Supply on it. This is true. Yeah, Doug, are you on that 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 soundtrack? Am I? A, well, Air Supply is, and I work for Air Supply, so wow. So when you say yes you work Air no. Supply, do you do you usher people to their seats, or what, yeah, do, you what do you do? What Doug? do you do for Air Supply, Doug? <laughs> uh, I, I I play a five string instrument in the in, in the lower frequencies. Ah, uh, yeah, of, five uh, strings for a bass. Yeah, well, for me, I play five in the band. Yeah. Is there that a go. thing? It is a thing. Isn't bass so one string? <laughs> For Joel, oh it is. <laughs> Joel didn't even know what a bass was until he met me. He just thought it was some place you set up all your little action figures. This exactly. is their bass, you know? Yeah, you know, this, around. Is the, this is the bass yeah. for my G.I. Joe. stop laughing because you're the one playing with me. <laughs> I am so proud of every G.I. Joe I have. Don't even make fun of me about that. Well, while he's making this joke, there's yeah. like a million toys Thank behind you. him. You're looking at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the man cave, you know. Oh yeah, you haven't seen the man nerdery. cave. Saw, I call I it saw a nerdery. Video. It's like saw... a nursery slash man cave. Nerdery? Is that what you said? Yeah, the nerdery. I That's call good. it the nerdery. I like when it. I when um, I go out and visit him in uh, but fuck nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Where all the we, out, live. we hung out there. That's just like his. That's like that's he has like a he has like a mansion and it's like he paid twenty bucks for twenty bucks. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah. financing that. I, I actually, uh, <laughs> he has no it's job, not loan so. from lobsters, actually. I got to pay them back. <laughs> oh, there you um, go. He's facing a window yeah. that sees the freaking beach, but I'm sure it's like snowy. No, actually, there's no snow on the ground, you smart ass. It's actually a very nice day today. It's freaking it's raining right now where we are. Yeah, it's raining. Here. Is it? It looks overcast. It could rain, but it's not going to. It looks all right. All right, let's talk um, air supply. Let's talk air supply. Doug, how long yes. have you been with air supply? Doug, silence your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> They're like, where is he? We're, 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 we got a set. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Ask the question again. I was okay, really interrupted I said, how, by how my long, phone. Uh, that's okay. How long have you been with Air Supply? Right Rockstar now? is in their phone. Since uh, uh, October uh, of 2017 is wow. when I started. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Time it's flies. Been, it's, it's been about two and a half years almost. Wow. You know, that's wow. crazy. Two and a half right, years? So this yes. whole time you... This whole time you've been on the road, right? This going place to place and all yeah, this typical. I, 
I mean, Air Supply does a lot of uh, shows, uh, and most of them fall on a, like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and so we'll leave on a Thursday typically and come back on a Sunday or a Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when we're overseas, then we might be gone for a little longer, maybe a week or two weeks. The longest I've ever been out, like solid, is maybe three weeks with them. So wow. it, it's actually nice because, um, I, you know, I have a family, I have two kids, and I have a wife. So uh, if I had to be gone for a month at a time, solid, or two months, or, you know, there's uh, like an Avril Lavigne tour that I know the bass player, that they just canceled it because of this whole coronavirus stuff. Um, right. They were going to go on tour for like four months straight. Wow. So, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Wow, so. four months is so long. <laughs> for you, it's not that long because you don't have he's, kids. You, so. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, Doug, he's, he's still single. and We know why, but everybody else doesn't know why. <laughs> I hope one is airs. I'm it's married because I turned kids. it in. <laughs> Listen, Joel, Joel's the only one. I know Joel. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't you like air these a week later? <laughs> no, they end up only airing like months later. But... Oh, okay, months later. Oh, well, mm. we're trying to get more relative. Our uh, bald listener it's, keeps saying, yeah, like, it's not work. yesterday, that was weeks ago when we had talked yeah. about it. So, I mean, he leaves comments like that. So. Oh, okay. We always make Pla- that disclaimer, though. Like, you know, we always make that disclaimer, so it doesn't matter. People that listen know. <laughs> We talk relevant, but then you just hear about it later. <laughs> but it's probably still relevant. I mean, Corona's probably going to kill us. But is, is coronavirus a year and a half? They said well, I have last it year and a half. I, I, you have it? Well, we're all carriers at this point. Yeah. Now, right. Yeah. Well, California. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it's going to come like oh, Italy California. very shortly. I, well, I was watching something that, or uh, actually, the Joe Rogan podcast. He had this guest yep. on there. Who's? Uh, have you seen that one? This fourteen. I haven't seen it, but I know. Yeah. I haven't okay. seen it yet, no. Or are we not but go ahead. Uh, promoting other podcasts on your podcast? I don't we haven't yet. <laughs> we don't know. If, if Joe, Nick, don't hey, Joe, go to other podcasts, please. Go for it. Doug we need your fanship. <laughs> he well, listens I, to you. Keep going. Well, anyways, they were talking about how uh, a lot of people um, can carry the virus and not even yes. really show any symptoms. Nick um, has it. Nick came <laughs> from Shanghai. He has it. Well, I, He's hey. giving people it. Well, supposedly they're they're dating this back to in November of last year in China, and I was in China in December. Great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I, yeah, I was that's in crazy. Hong Kong. So yeah, so, you know, I, I definitely, I'm sure I have it. When I well, we, my and we've had a lot of people me. that. A lot of people that were working over in China at that time. So I mean, right. Jeff Hankey too. Yeah, Hankey, right? Hankey yeah. was in Hong yeah. Kong. So was yeah. Nick, wasn't he? Nick and Heather. I think yeah. didn't Heather go over there? Probably. I don't know about Heather. I mean, but it, yeah, I mean, it, and most people they say like you know eighty percent of people that have it don't even know, and that you know as long as they incubate themselves and stay low and you know just chill out, they, it goes Wash away your on its own. Fucking hands. Well, they say it's airborne yeah. too, so it doesn't. Well, work. they're also saying now it, you can it, live on surfaces for up be. three days. Yes. So they said, uh, I don't know how we're not talking about air supply, but okay. So anyway, it's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, because coronavirus again, is affecting my air supply. Our, the human yeah, race see? is extinct. It's and about the, the air supply. these documents, you know? Yeah, like, you think it's about the band, <laughs> but it's really about... <laughs> coronavirus. No, no, no. Because coronavirus is affecting here. entertainment, <laughs> and air supply is not a band. It's actually how you get air supplied to you. <laughs> I, I, it's so dumb. All right. I'm all out of love. coronavirus, just read about it or something. Let's talk. Talk. Doug, Let's talk about something what was else? the coolest place? What was the coolest place you went? And uh, and, uh, and you went to out? Israel without me. Or so are you asking Joel? Or you're asking Doug because no, Joel is answering. I am not. For me. I know. I ignore. Whenever we have guests, I tend to ignore Joel completely and just talk to the guests. <laughs> uh, so the coolest place I visited, or the coolest place I've played. 
Those are two uh, separate questions. Let's, let's, it really let's, is. Huh? Answer yeah. both. Yeah, go ahead and answer both because I like that. So go ahead the and answer cool, both of those. So the coolest place that I played that I would that I was like really kind of like wowed about was uh, the Sydney <laughs> the Sydney Opera House. You played the Sydney Opera House? Yes. Fuck. That's cool. That yeah. is and that cool. doesn't coordinate to being the coolest place you've been? Because Australia is pretty cool. Well, Australia is very cool. But as far as the coolest place that I've been, in my opinion, it's, uh, it's kind of a toss-up between Amsterdam and Japan. Oh, okay. Japan. Yeah, Japan. How long were you Japan for? We were there for at least like three or four days. Because we, we played it. in Tokyo and Osaka. That's nothing, though. You're, That's not, cool. you're not even there. Like I feel like... You get to go there. Well, that's part of right. being a, touring. in a touring yeah. act, you know, yeah. a musical act. It's not the same <laughs> as, uh, you know, going and sitting down for two weeks uh, with a musical, you know, theater production or yeah. whatever with the musical. But, uh, yeah. you know, with bands, you know, we're there for one day. We, we play one day, maybe two days at the most. Well, no, actually, there's, there's some places that we'll play three days, but most that's- places we only play one day. And then yeah. we'll go on to the next city or the next country or the next state or whatever. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of amazing how much you uh, travel back home. And I, I mean, it's probably a good thing for you, but it, it does it wear on you? Because like you said, compared to like doing like a theatrical tour or something like that, where you can get some roots in for at least a week or two. Well, like, depending you're on the just tour with that, because right. there's other tours no, I, are doing one-offs as well. That's true. That's true. But I'm just, I mean, but with the with this particular tour that he's doing, uh does it get tiresome to constantly just hop and go, hop and go, hop and go? Well, yeah, of course it does. But I mean, this is this is something I wanted to do since I was 15 mm-hmm. years old. And, you know, no matter what gig you get, even if it's a stay home gig, you know, there's always pros and cons. Uh, the travel mm-hmm. is just something that that you deal with. But fortunately, I like being at airports. I like being on the plane. I like that sense of going somewhere new, weird? somewhere different, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I do, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like see? anytime we yeah, finish it's... a loadout, I'm like my exciting my what gets me through the night is like i'm gonna be at the airport tomorrow i'm gonna get this nice breakfast there and i'm gonna yeah. hop on this plane yeah yep. like that excites me for whatever stupid it is reason. cool it is cool and i always love um like you know when you when i have my facebook app is up and running because my phone's so full like when i stalk you guys um <laughs> it is cool to see all the different things that you guys get to do and I, it's kind of fun to see that he can still plug his iphone in so he must have something like yeah six. exactly Oh my gosh! How dare you, sir? I hate you. This is not that time, Joel. It's got to be way, six or no? Because six? No, it's got to be newer, older than that. Because I think it's six in it. Oh, like probably. It's a six. Hey, listen, Jack. <laughs> listen. Before we started this pod, I just want you to know: while you were trying to sync for twenty minutes, I plugged my thing in and it was working. So go f yourself. Can That's I say, I, say about uh, that. I went to the Magic Castle last night. Yes. And uh, our buddy. Saul drive. Shout out to Saul. And he has a Model 3 <laughs> Tesla. It's the first time I've been in a Tesla for oh, longer really? than like 10 minutes. So we were in traffic. We drove. But like I didn't realize halfway through the How freaking drive. How is that going without going? Hold on. For <laughs> for the first 20 minutes, I didn't notice. But he wasn't even touching the wheel half the time because it was auto driving. <laughs> oh, he was in right. the auto Yes. Yeah. And I'm like. Right. And also, too, he probably had it on that adaptive cruise control. So he didn't have to touch the pedal right. either. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you didn't yeah, really yeah. have to touch anything. Nothing. And but the thing yelled at me. I tried to shut his glove compartment, and it told me like shut it nicely. I'm like, fuck you, Tesla. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but it's like I was like to the to the subject like of your phone. The Tesla is now just a giant iPhone. He yeah. literally parked it, and it said updating. I'm like, fuck your car. And like as soon as you plug it in, it's like you ready to update? It's so, like that's your so iPhone. Joel, it's, it's like the rise it's, of Skywalker. The, the the Star Destroyers won't take off without the the update. 
Yeah. No, it, it just needs the update. It's just like it's just a weird boggling to me. It's just you know, anyways, back did, there. Is, well, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Did did he do the summons feature too after when you guys What's came? What's the summons feature? Well, the summons feature is that basically, it, you know, after you've parked your car or whatever and let's just say, "Oh, okay, and now I want to get my car." You can hit the summons feature on your phone. Now it's still in beta, but the car will come to you. It will drive oh, itself he have to that you. Feature. It's like okay. the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, awesome. oh, all that's coming. It's all well, uh, man, Now there's, there's cool. standard features in the No, there's no reason now to own the car like you shouldn't own a tesla because like every three years we'll just get a new one upgrade so it's like an iphone now like oh i got the tesla x i got the tesla x2 yeah but that's a big you know? ass uh <laughs> but it has a giant <laughs> iPad ground in, it. in china you know it's one thing to dump all our cell phones in china it's nothing to start dropping cars over there well elon wants to take all the uh cars apparently this is his master plan as soon as like the lease is up on your car and you trade in for a new one he's taking yep. all the old model threes and it's gonna be a giant automated uh taxi fleet Oh, yeah, that makes so sense. So no one's going to pick you up. The car will be there. And he also <laughs> wants it that when you park your car, this is the crazy thing. When you park your car at work, you set your car, go, all right, car, go make money for me. And it drives off and does Uber for you oh, while you're at work. Yeah. So it makes money for you while you're working. There you so go. your bitch car, your slave of a car is working for you while you're not even home. I like that. That's oh, my idea. gosh. What about wear and tear and mileage, you know? Every three years, you'd get a new freaking car. <laughs> my gosh. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I feel like we're watching, uh, what was that movie with Will Smith where, like, I uh, they had all, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was not in though. it. <laughs> yeah, he was. I wrote back when he was like even Steven's afro. Wait, was whatever. he in it? He started, he started oh swearing God. like crazy. He was like, that was he is in it, isn't movie. he? That was like Miley Cyrus riding that wrecking ball naked. That was his out. You know, I swear now, I'm not a Disney kid anymore. Um, <laughs> this has been crap. a great air supply conversation. Not uh, <laughs> he's not in. So, I don't see stop him looking in that there. up right now. <laughs> I have to look it up. <laughs> Doug, all right, be yes. real with me. How yes. many times? He's in it. Really? He's How many times do you fuck up? I know. This is what I deal with all the time. <laughs> All right, so uh, how many times do you fuck up and, and get away with it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's live music. So, of course, once in a while, you know, we call it like if you hit a wrong note, especially on the bass, which can be very yeah. noticeable, it's called yeah. a clam. We call it a clam. So you hit a clam, that means you hit the yeah. wrong note, right? Does it fuck up the, yeah. who is it, Russ and... Uh, Russ? Uh, uh, no, his name is Russell. Russell? You cannot call him Russ. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Russell, please Russell. don't listen to this. <laughs> Russell's going to listen to it. <laughs> he trusts me. I don't even know what the podcast is. He's so old. Oh, come on. Yes. No. Yeah. 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 No. Anyways. He's the demographic, by the way. But anyways. <laughs> the demographic is all seven-year-olds? For coronavirus? <laughs> oh, oh. Anyways. <laughs> I thought you meant for your podcast. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> so how many times do I fuck up and get away with it? I mean, no, I haven't been I haven't been fired yet. How do you fuck up five streams? I'm just saying, like, every once in a while, you're just kind of like, oh, shit. I hope no one oh, noticed that. That is a good question. Have you have you fucked up so bad on stage mm-hmm. where someone looked at you and like, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is that, I mean, you have uh, four other humans in the band, you know? <laughs> Uh, that that also could potentially fuck up. So which, I'm sure right. they have, right? which they have, of course. So there's a right. guitar, bass, keyboards, drums, and then uh, Graham, obviously. So it's technically six because uh, you know the vocalist as well. But you know uh, any of us could mess up at any time. So and all of us have. So 
you and know, if, if if you fuck up, it's not a big deal. It's only a big deal if you're fucking up a lot and right, or, or, right. or all always at the same time uh, or, you know, something like that. But, yeah, if, if it's kind of expected that you're going to mess up once in a while. You're human. You, yeah, you're yeah. human. It's just like how many times have you done automation and, you know, you mess up <laughs> once in a while, right? Except for you. It's like you guys, it's like life and death, right? For us, it's yeah. just like, oh, you look like an ass. That's all. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, yeah, I got some fuck ups that I've, I have had to own. Like, I didn't take people's oh, attention and we had to cut it because, like, oh, cut it. Oh, uh, God, what happened? Yeah, I didn't press the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's funny. Um, so, so, cause I, Joel, have you seen Doug's show? I have. I got to go see it in Beverly Hills yeah. in this really shitty theater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug, is well, it pretty much the same? Was it not shitty? Time? Do you guys, uh, is it the same every time they still go out in the house or does it change based on the venue? Uh, oh, you mean this, it, as far as the show or itself. like the yeah, performance show. sets and all that? And all well, that? I yeah. mean, uh, obviously Air Supply has been around for f- about 45 years uh, no. and they Oof. do have at least seven or eight, maybe even nine uh, top 10 or top 40 hits. Yeah. Um, so those hits, I'm we have to dug. We have to play because you know those you. those are the bread and butter. Of course, and that's those what, are the yeah. Of course, that's what puts People asses in seats. You know, so <laughs> obviously we have to play those songs. But there are at least like two or three other songs that are a little more modern that we can switch out because uh, mm-hmm. Graham, who's the principal songwriter, he is constantly writing songs. Um, that's cool. So, so there are a few songs that we can switch out. But I mean, the the kind of the base, if you will, of the set, you know, um, all the hits are always going to be played at every single show. So let me ask you this. Uh, have they created a new song since you've been on tour? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Graham, really? Graham is constantly, he travels with uh, this acoustic guitar that he even has in his uh, hotel room because there's all, all of our gear travels with, with the crew and or is carted from uh, from gig to gig and that kind of lives with the crew and they mm-hmm, set it mm-hmm. up at every show and tear it down at every show. Um, and, and then if you want to have your own, let's say, guitar or bass uh, that you want to take with you to the hotel, you kind of have to carry that yourself. And he does. He carries an acoustic guitar with him pretty much everywhere he goes. So he is constantly writing new songs. That's, that's just what he does. So have you actually, you yourself, played any of these new songs for oh, the first time with oh, them? Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's like, cool. Uh, Son of the Father is actually one of them that we've been playing for a little bit now that, that he wrote um, and is a newer song. Um and uh, I actually got to write a bass line on because obviously these songs are That's older songs. Uh, yep. you know, uh, I didn't necessarily write the bass lines for them because they, they were songs that existed a long time ago. Um, but we do do a lot of new versions of old songs as well. So, uh, That's sometimes, cool. So sometimes I get a little bit of creative input when it comes to the bass line only, not you know the melody mm-hmm. or the harmony or anything like that. You know? That's so, awesome. So yeah. if, he, if, if he records a new album... Mm-hmm. And you're doing you create the baseline for it. Would you get residuals for that? Probably not. I mean, maybe for the sound recording, I'm gonna get a mechanical, but you know, uh, you know, um, it's not something that I would expect. You know, right, right. <laughs> but you do have a hand in it, and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. something that you 
they can't you know deny that aspect of it that's right, really yeah, cool yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you, you mentioned right. the crew and everything travels like does everybody travel with you on the same bus yes, yes. and does yeah. all the gear travel on that as well yes yes so you don't have trucks you do yeah russell yourself. and graham are not are how they, they're not like divas or you know hardcore rock stars in that sense where it's like no we have to have our own buses you know separate or whatever no they're very they like to be with the crew they like to be with the whole band they like to hang out you know so they're they're very actually down-to-earth guys super That's down cool. to earth for, yeah, they seem pretty chill yeah backstage. for being you know guys who have been successful for you know over four decades i mean they're pretty they're pretty down to earth and That's so cool. how do you guys when you travel on sleeper buses everyone's on a sleeper bus and yeah there's 12 bunks in our bus and then we have one and there's 11 of us that travel all together with the band and crew and um tour manager and all that's so 11 um wow. so then we have one junk bunk and then yeah we're all in the bunks wow and then that's cool but we Go don't ahead, we don't use a tour bus for every run sometimes <clears throat> we use rental cars sometimes we just fly from gig to gig sometimes we just you know they just rent um uh you know like a a van or something for all of us it just really depends um like on this run that we're going to do this weekend we're going to have uh, a tour bus but you know we fly to the first gig and then from the first gig to the next gig we'll be on um We'll be on a tour bus. And they they rent the tour buses. Yeah, they rent the tour okay. buses. We don't own a tour bus. And then how do you get the gear? All your gear does it get just shipped? No, uh, well, again, it kind of depends on the gig. Uh, now, if we have a tour bus, we normally are pulling a trailer and we'll put all the gear in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that we we travel with a, a limited amount of gear because we fly to a lot mm -hmm. of gigs too and we fly yeah. overseas so i think we only have like oh i don't know the exact number our, our, our production manager would know but and our tour manager would know but i think it's like 27 cases um wow. okay. but these are small cases you know we don't travel with a drum set we don't travel with the keyboards we don't travel with uh amps guitar amps we backline all that stuff locally wherever mm -hmm. we're at wow. the yeah. only thing that gotcha. we really travel with is our own guitars our own pedal boards um, our own, um, oh, wow. like RF, you know, as far as uh, the wireless for the guitars and the wireless for our in-ear That's good monitors. to know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that. I thought you guys would have brought all that stuff. That's interesting. You know, okay. no, they're, you know, obviously it's cheaper. Yeah. They're ch I mean, it makes cheaper. sense when you're traveling every week, you know, it makes yeah. sense. So yeah yeah but i so, didn't know because some keys for example like i you know <laughs> get one that fucking sticks or something you know like <laughs> I, it's just like you know every hat one has their own instruments so i didn't know if that was something that would matter or not but that's interesting yeah Doug, yeah. we know that asia loves air supply yes can you tell us your experience when you went there when you first got off the plane and all that i like this story Okay. <laughs> well, because well, weren't they well, screaming for, well, like you're okay. the Beatles? Or? Okay, well, hold on. Which part of Asia? Because there's <laughs> not the know, Wuhan. Not, yeah. Well, is no, there a part of Asia Wuhan. that hates air supply? <laughs> no, but I mean, isn't you like when you guys got the plane? It, it felt like it was just like you're the Beatles. The best coming experience. Off the, plane. the best. It's, it's, the best. Like you get off the plane and they're throwing gold bars at you or something. I don't know. It's like what's the what's what's a different experience in different parts of Asia. That's the thing, you know. Like if you go to China. China is obviously a communist country, right? Um, right. And, and they're getting more and more, and over the years have gotten more and more musical acts that have come to China. But for for a long time, they were they were um, you know kind of shut down. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> they were kind of shut down, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but uh, so when you Hong do Kong's, Hong Kong's driving. 
Well, yeah, Hong Kong, but let's say, because yeah. we do sometimes more inland China as well. I mean, we've done Hong Kong and Macau, and they've done those a bunch of times, but we'll also do places like Nanjing and Guangzhou, and um, I mean, Shanghai, yeah, of course, that's a major city, but some of these other cities that maybe you wouldn't even think of or even know of uh, if you're just a regular American, you know, who, who doesn't know <laughs> geography or other right, countries. Right. But anyways, when, when you go into these places and you play these shows, uh, the way the, the audience experiences uh, the concert is way different than uh, anywhere else in the world. It's, it's specifically in China because you'll play a show and, you know, normally after you're done with a song, you know, the, the, the audience is going to you know, whistle and yell and clap and all that stuff. In China, right, they, right. they only clap and it's like literally for like five seconds and then they stop. What? So, right, so, right. so you yeah. play a song and then you'll hear this clap and then, whoom, and then complete silence. Wow. And you're like, no. whoa. So it's really yeah. weird when you're doing an encore because normally an encore is like they're cheering you on to do <laughs> right, you know, right, the rest right. of the set. So it's just like a one clap. And that's <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a one oh, clap. If, if they do more, they're going to get the shot. <laughs> no. Y'all, you hear that one guy clap extra, you, you just hear a gunshot in the background. You're like, well, he's gone. Yeah, and like I said, there's no whistling, there's no woohoos, there's it's just only clapping. So right, then, right. you know, when when you're out there and you're, you go off stage and you're waiting to do the encore and you just hear a silence out there, you're like, did they leave? Like, well, you know? I mean, I, I'm not sure about China versus Japan, but Asian culture as a whole, I'm, they it's more of a respect to be silent, right? I Originally, think so. and, and they're kind so. of they're becoming more westernized with the yeah. clapping. Yeah, I that's think why it's just maybe five claps and then you're done. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that was racy. Uh, you almost did six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think the the Asian culture is a little more reserved, you know. Um, so maybe that's part of it too. Obviously, it's a cultural thing, but it is yeah. uh, jarring and weird for a band that's used to I I mean, almost anywhere else in the world. It's standard, you know. You play a song and you end, and people go fucking yes. ape shit. And they right, clap right. and they whistle and they howl and they do that kind of stuff. And especially during their encore, they're going to do that. You know, and right. when they don't do that, you're just like, oh, okay, well, this is different. <laughs> what I do? What I do? <laughs> did we suck? Did I? Did, ah. They must have heard that clam I played. <laughs> That's funny. So, so Joel, they, did that answer your question about the them liking him or what? <laughs> Air Supply as a I whole? I enjoyed or? it. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed every second of the clapping. I'm going to clap for you, Matt, like this. Just one. Encore. No, it's five. Five claps. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I wonder how the tower is like musicals. I wonder like, because there's musicals that tour in China. Well, not anymore because they're postponed due to uh, a certain. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. We've already been there. That is (laughs) just 10 minutes uh, for our podcast. Right. Right. It's like, I just imagine like for like, say like the Lion King's out there and you hear like, oh, there's Mufasa. <laughs> like, is there a standing ovation? What do no, they do? No, they, no, no, they, no, they, no, no, no. Whoever stands gets shot. Like, yes, so it's just yeah. like, if you're a performer, what does that do to you? Because you you live for that energy. Exactly. You live exactly. for that. Wow. And that's, that's what you're doing it for. Yeah. Because you, you always do? hear, like, there's no it's one okay, out there. It's well, it's worth like, getting killed we'll over. Give... Stand up and clap for me. Well, because, like, <laughs> you always Joel hear, wants. like, performers, like, well, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to give 100% because there's only 20 people out there. But, you know, like, how they always say at Disney, you need to, like, give 100% regardless there's only one person out there. But, you really won't, because when you hear that applauding, you give more. You, yeah, yeah. You well, more. It, it sparks it definitely an gives emotion. You more, yeah, it gives you more energy. It gives you more adrenaline. You feel like, wow, they're really receptive, and they're, you know, they're they're really enjoying the concert, and that does, uh, you know, affect your performance. Absolutely, of course, it just of sounds course. like as they well, walk in the door never... in the theater in the hall, they're just like, um, as you come in, you clap five times, you clap five <laughs> times. <laughs> well, like they just tell you as you walk in, like you clap more than that. 
This is a five-time house. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about the coronavirus, but like schools are canceling, like colleges and stuff, and they're doing online classes now, which is yeah. great. But I was telling my wife, like, if you're in entertainment, like you were just saying, like, if what if you're a theater major, like half of your class is acting with other people and reaction, and how are you going to do that online? You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and music too. I mean, you can kind of make it work, but look, it's a pandemic. You, have to have you gotta that wait. Personal interaction. You're gonna have to wait until the ship blows over. Well, so far, <laughs> it, it, and I know he haven't asked a question, but I think you might have asked it earlier. So far, it hasn't affected right. our show. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Oh but, yeah. But okay. I mean, this is uh, what just recently. I, mean, I think somebody came out and said, uh, and a gov- some kind of government official said that uh, any any. Um, uh, gatherings more than 250 people right. they recommend not attending so your show's okay then <laughs> actually there's Our no shows fly zones least. now they're uh didn't they just cancel uh flights now like yeah to well, europe? you can't you, you can't, can't fly, fly to europe can't fly to europe can't fly to yep. china um yeah. you can't even um uh they can't they canceled uh coachella recently or postponed well, postponed it. coachella yeah yeah which they is canceled south by southwest yeah I'm wow. sure Comic Con is on that table because that's an international. It's on the chopping block. Well, the that is an international gone. freaking melting. Uh, oh yeah, pot, of course. Well, E3 has gone too. The the gaming. E3's been canceled. Expo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happening. All right. The thing is, is Disneyland. Why are we talking about this? We don't want to. <laughs> no, nah, we're not going to talk about. It. Let's move on. So uh, before we got to go, because it's running short on time, right, Joel? Uh, yeah. I I remember watching Doug at a, a disclosed location that we used to work and. Uh, <laughs> Some people still have day jobs there, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you always played your guitar on breaks, and I thought it was like I always admired you for that. And I at first I'm you know you could be like that cynic smoking the cigar, like well, I'll keep playing, motherfucker, it ain't gonna do you no good. But uh, you, you you consistently did it, and I always admired you for it. And uh, I was so happy when you finally got this gig, and uh, so I'm proud of you. You're doing a good job. Yeah, what um, would you? What kind of advice would you give somebody that's kind of like been where you're you're at in your shoes prior to this engagement? And and what would you tell them? What would you have them do if oh, they wanted some advice? Okay, answer, uh, ask a question again. What would, okay. what, what would like if someone wanted to get like into so what you're doing? If I wanted what to be you? where you are, like how did you get to this point in your life? Uh, let's let's say Matt's a bass player too. Was it constant? Oh, yeah, Matt. was it constant? Uh, networking and um, you know casting um, or was it like uh, <laughs> or was couch. it kind of like uh, you know like you just practiced your your honed your skills your art did you join you know you know band clubs I mean like what did you do <laughs> well I mean band clubs um, <laughs> podcast I'm just being an asshole but you know what I'm saying like uh, somebody well, that's in LA right now trying right. to go from place to place, bar to bar, playing their music. What would you, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, it's kind of a combination of all those things, uh, minus the band club, uh, whatever that is. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, jazz band, you know, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Obviously, practicing and and getting better at your craft, uh, you know, that's super important. But at the same time, if you're just uh, sitting in your room all day and and playing, you know, the greatest things, uh, who's ever going to see you? Well, you're not going to get mm-hmm. Corona that way, which is great. <laughs> and we come with the Corona. Um, you know, obviously YouTube is, is a big thing now too, where people are recording themselves playing so that other people can potentially, you did know, you, did you do the YouTube route? I, you know, I wasn't that heavily into the whole YouTube thing and, you know, I don't know, maybe that, uh, maybe that hurt me. I don't know. I, I wasn't super great at marketing myself, but obviously networking is a big part of it. Playing with as sure. many people as you can 
and always whatever gig you do, whether you're getting paid or not, you know, always showing up prepared and always being professional and always being a good hang is obviously a, a big part of um, of touring. You know, it's not just about, hey, can this person play good and does he look good or he or she? Um, it's it's also about, you know, can this person, you know, hang? Um, <laughs> Can this person hang and uh, you know and be cool and get along with everybody and and because obviously touring, uh, you, you're dealing with a lot of people twenty four seven. Sentiment, yeah, yeah, twenty four seven, and you're close quarters with these people. And if you're just being an ass all the time, you're just making everybody's life miserable. And obviously, that's a big deal is being able to hang and be cool and be able to roll with the punches when you're on the tour and all that kind of stuff. So. For me, you know, um, I got the gig through the MD, who his name is Aaron McLean, and I've known him for a long time, and uh, he's the one that gave me the opportunity to to um, perform with Air Supply, and I didn't really have to audition. I was just kind of he just say, "Hey, why don't you come in?" And because he, but this is based on me playing with him for so many years in his solo mm-hmm. project, and he he, uh, you know, he knew that I, I was going to be prepared and that I was going, you know, be I was going to be able to hang. And uh, that was not going to be an issue because there's no rehearsal with Air Supply. It's basically you come on the gig. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's no rehearsal. You just have to start playing. Well, I mean, they give you the music ahead of time to do your homework. I mean, you can find the music, too. It's not hard. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the the versions that they do now are a lot different than the recorded. So when versions. you when you when you when they, when you go up on stage and all that, it's literally just like, here's a song we're doing. Better play it. <laughs> is that what kind of it is? Well, no, they gave me the the a recording like a board re- mix of a live show, and they gave that to me. And uh, you know, it was an hour and forty five minute show, and just basically said, "Here, learn that." It was no. Wow. Uh, and, well, actually, I did get some charts um, f- for the basic chord changes or whatnot, but I mean, obviously, I had to learn all the lines. So I had about right. two or three weeks to learn all that stuff, and wow. then we just kind of showed up. Uh, I showed up on the first day of the gig, my first gig, and we went through it and sound check, and and that was it. And they just throw you to the lines, kind of thing. That's pretty trusting of them too, you know. That's well, yeah. awesome. They, well, they yeah. have to, I guess, at the point. That, yeah, it's a lot of. Can be a lot of pressure on people if they're not ready. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the point of you know uh, showing uh, people that you are going to be prepared for a gig. I mean, Aaron wouldn't know that unless he had experience with me before. Right. You know. So and that was just you know me before just wanting to play with everybody and and I respected him because he was playing with Mark Anthony and he had this resume of a a bunch of other artists he played with that are kind of bigger artists. So you know I wanted to be on on that level as well. So. Uh, I was trying to do anything that I could to be noticed as far as, you know, not just looks. It's not just about looks. It's, you know, it's you got about, the look, Doug. It's, it's about being prepared and being <laughs> professional <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, people not coming into a, search, a situation and being like, oh, I'm worried about him. I don't know if you can do it. You know, not having confidence. You want people to have yeah. confidence in you. Sure. Absolutely. So, Especially I mean, in performance. Exactly. So, I mean, that is uh, part of the whole practicing all the time because, you know, you want to. Of be good at your craft and and be able to adapt to things really quickly and that only happens with experience. You Hone know? your skills. Honing honing your That's skills. Awesome. You know, and that goes yeah. for any craft. You know, not just music, obviously. You know, sure. any technical craft or even you know being a good salesman and it just takes experience and practice and you know being able to deal with people and whatnot. That's cool. Well, uh, Joel, do you have any uh, final thoughts, bud, on this subject matter? <laughs> I think 
I think it's great to know that no matter what you do in a lot of the entertainment fields that you have to, it's not just who you know, while that helps, it's what you know. So like the whole demographic of like, oh, you just need to know people in the field, but it's actually like knowing their craft enough to where the person who does know you is willing to take that chance on you. So yes, any, any part of this entertainment world it could be either a musician, it could be backstage work, it could be an actor, it could be almost anything. As long as it, it, who you know gets you in the right direction and then your craft proves the rest of it, you'll be all right in this world and doing what you want to do. So be prepared. So Boy Scout be motto. Be prepared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you always have to bring it back to you, don't you? You just can't let it go. All right. Let it go. Well, Doug, thank you so much for doing this pod with us. I'm going to end Into it now. The unknown. He's going to just keep doing this. So uh, thank you for listening to Entertainment Banter. My name is Matt. And I'm Joel. And I'm done. <laughs>